0: It's self-show. Play, Play with it. Berman no more. Yeah. Uh-huh. And another one. She rockin', she rockin', she rockin' alone And she poppin', she poppin', she poppin' the songs And She makin' she makin' she making her own Cause black girls rock Black girls rockin' yeah. She rockin' she rockin' she rockin' alone And She poppin' she poppin' she poppin' the songs And she makin' she, make it, she makin' she yeah. makin' her own Cause black girls rock Black girls rock guys, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, and so I wanted to give you guys a heads up before you kind of get into it. I am processing the um, the passing of a, a really important person in my life. Um, and this is really just dedicated to her, her legacy, um, and just trying to process. So... Um, As you listen, keep that in mind. There are some emotional moments in this. So if there's like long pauses, it was done purposely because I was trying to make sure that I could keep myself together so I could speak. Um, But as you listen, I hope you listen with the thought of how, how do I honor people in my life every day? Hey, guys, welcome to another episode of Her Talks. I am your host, Renee. I had a totally different topic that I wanted to talk to you guys about before yesterday. Um, But, you know, life is one of those things that sometimes is a bit uncertain. Um, Yesterday, I got the news that uh, my best friend, who's basically, is not even my best friend anymore, like we've been family now for years. She's the godmother of my children that her mother passed away unexpectedly. And this is a woman who has been a part of my life for the past decade and a half. We've done holidays together. I've gone down for her birthday. So it was, it was a bit shocking. So I think think instead of just kind of talking about goals and all of that, I just want to talk about the preciousness of life. Um, On the 9th, I also celebrated the, I don't want to say celebrate it, but the anniversary of my cousin's death. Um, He passed away six years ago on the 9th, you know, so it's just been kind of a somber week. So not to... Rain on your parade, but I definitely wanted to take these 15 minutes and just talk about life. I think COVID has definitely taught me that, you know, life is unexpected, but even in the midst of a pandemic, everyday tragedies are still happening car accidents, regular sicknesses, cancers, all these things are still out there. And Unfortunately, we're not immune to any of those things. And we always feel like we have more time than what we actually do. And I was just telling my husband that last night. It's so ironic that you spend most of your childhood trying to run away from being a child. And you spend most of your adulthood just trying to hold on to things from childhood. You know, as you get older, your parents age. As you get older, your view of the world changes. It becomes less rosy for most of us. And so I wanted to talk to you guys about putting things in perspective because yes, goal setting is important. Grinding is important, but there are few precious moments sometimes that we just do not get back. So I wanted to kind of dedicate this, you know, to my bestie um, and her family as they're kind of going through this. But I also wanted to kind of this is how, I, I don't know, I process by talking. So here we're going to process together. I think one of the greatest things that I have learned in my 33 years on this planet is... How do you make everyday count? Because we talk about that all the time, and you know, you see these people with these these great resumes and stuff, and you're like, oh my God! Like, how do they do that? How do we make everyday count, especially when, especially during this time of just such a monotonous time of, okay, we can only do this because of the of the pandemic. We can come home and do that, and we're we're trying to social distance. We're trying not to see people, and trying to find that that balance of living your life, and also being cautious right and so how do we keep that mentality in our head like I want to make precious memories and then you don't want to put pressure on things either because you don't want to spend thinking every last every minute could be your last minute but you also don't want to miss out on what could be the last minute so it's like this really weird cyclic conversation of how do I make the most of my moments how do I you know maximize my time with with people and things that really matter to me and how do I keep that balance and again I think I want to say it's a blend I don't think we can really balance I went to a women's conference last year and that was what one of the the women actually said to us and it stuck with me because I've spent so much time fighting against balance we're well, not fighting against we're trying to find that balance and it always made me feel um just a little bit just inefficient because <laughs> I could never find the balance right I was being a really great wife and mother and then oh something's lacking at work or I was really grinding at work and then oops you know I'm not able to do something for my kids or you know so I always kind of felt like something was always lacking I think blending helps me because each day it might be different like I might spend 50% on both on work and family stuff I might spend the next day 25% on family and a lot more on work Oops, and there's also this little part of doing my own thing that I want to do for myself. And it kind of helps it the blend creates the balance in my in my opinion. And so I think as we're blending during during this pandemic, I think, you know, we have to be cautious, but we still have to live our lives and we still have to do things. Now I'm not saying, you know, just go out there and live recklessly, but If we have plans, if we had plans before the pandemic, like my family had plans to go down to Orlando um, in November. We went, my husband and I went last year as just a couple strip. This year we wanted to take the kids. We wanted to do Disney World. Now we're not doing Disney World. But I do believe that we will take our trip down to Orlando. Um, The people that have been in the bubble, as you may or may not know, the NBA has been, you know, has started back and they are in what they are calling the bubble of Orlando, um, Disney World's uh, World of Sports Center. And everybody down there has continuously been tested and continuously testing negative. So I think it is possible to protect yourself be wise in your decision makings and still make really good memories with people Um, of course there are others who have to take even more extreme precautions because they are more at risk and so i'm not advocating anybody to do anything they don't feel comfortable with but i'm just saying like where i am right now is like i don't I don't know if I can completely wait for everything to go back to normal or what that will even look like for many of us. What will normal look like after the pandemic? Because we've all been forced into this weird space of being constantly vigilant and you know, seeing the numbers and seeing the deaths. It's, it's pretty traumatic to be honest. So like how do we how do we find the balance of keeping ourselves and our families safe, continuously living our lives and chasing those dreams. I don't have the answer for that. I'm just telling you, like I'm kind of inching my way back out into the world, wearing my mask, washing my hands. Because um, that was one of the things, like um, yesterday when I got the news, I had to go see my friend. So I had to leave my home in my city and drive down to see her and her family and where they were. I had to. It's just one of those things where, You know, you try to be as cautious as you can. You do the best that you can. But in moments like those, like a social distance walk or whatever, it's just it just wouldn't do it. And that's the thing that I hate the most about COVID. Like it has taken away human touch. And I feel like in this time with all of these, you know, ways to communicate and connect i still think that there's something about physical touch and there's something in literature in the research that talks about physical touch and what hugging and words of affirmation and all those things do to our spirit that i i really hate that COVID has taken from us especially for individuals who might live alone or don't have somebody, you know, that they're in close proximity that they feel safe going to. I mean, could you imagine, I mean, for us, everything shut down in March. And that even though things are opening back up, you know, again, people are still being very cautious. I mean, we're in August now. That's 5 months for some people not getting like a real deep bear hug. You know, I live with several people, you know, I have four children, I have a husband, so I'm hugged and jumped on and all that stuff daily, you know, but that if if this was a few years ahead, you know, it might just be me and my husband here, you know, and so that may not be the case or would I even be able to see my children? Because I know a lot of uh, my mom works in nursing homes and those individuals haven't been able to see their kids like physically in months. And I just can't even imagine. I just can't even imagine. So as we're going through each and every single day, you know, don't forget to tell people what they mean to you. You know, as I was trying to formulate the words for Mama Hattie yesterday, I was like, gosh, this is so insignificant. Like, I just can't even, I can't even, like, express what she's meant to my family. So I'm just trying to figure I'm like, dang it, like, I hope she knew. I feel like I told her enough, but I hope she knew. And that is just the feeling I hate carrying around. It's like, I hope, I hope, I hope. And so as we go through these days, as we continue to live our lives and try to figure out what we're doing here, like let's give people their flowers while they're alive. Like I say it all the time, I really do try to do it, but it's like you still do get caught up in your life all the time, you know? Um, just the night before, <clears throat> we were getting ready. Danielle and I were getting ready to do our show, and she called. My mama had just called, and we were just joking about like how mom was called, like why you're trying to do something. And uh, while we we're saying the joke, mama Hattie called, and you know, then it was like, okay, we're we're getting ready to shoot, and she was just like, well, tell you I say hi. And that was it. That was it. So that was the last time I got to hear a voice. So I want to encourage all of us as we are trying to figure it out to make sure that people know, give the roses while they're alive. If somebody meant something to you, um, I had encouraged the women When we did our seat at the table last year, last September, which we were not going to be able to do this year because of COVID. But I had encouraged the women to write a letter to somebody that meant something to them and let them know how they felt. And the response was so great um, because, you know, we think we tell people enough. But it's just so nice to be reminded and have like that physical reminder, like a letter. Like, oh, gosh, when's the last time you received a letter or a card? So I I want to encourage like that's all this is today. Like this isn't a grind session. This is this is what it is. This is me trying to process. But as I process, I also want to give actionable steps. So one of the actionable steps I want to leave you with is to write that letter, write a real letter. Don't send an email, (laughs) Uh, don't send a text message, write a letter to somebody that has meant something to you, that has given something to you, that has spoken a word of encouragement to you. Write that letter, tell that person how you feel and thank them. You know, thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for encouraging me. Thank you for always including me, whatever it is. Write the letter, send it. I actually bought stamps for the first time in years. My mama always jokes on me, because, and all my friends know I am anti-post office. I will have something in my car for months with good intentions to send it off. So I wanted to (laughs) encourage you, buy some stamps, write a letter, send it to that person. It's sometimes good to have something physical from somebody else, you know, um, as a reminder of what they meant. So as we go through, think about your own legacy, but also think about the the legends that have come before and who are still walking around because every single day, you know, um, we just don't know how the day will go. We don't know how things will turn. We hope things go well. And I, and I pray that, I pray that the rest of 2020 um, sits down and calms down. (laughs) And we just kind of float on into 2021 and that 2021 like blesses us and like opens us up with with open arms to us. Um, But we can't change our current situation. So I can't wish away the situation that I'm currently involved in and currently feel. But what I can do is make the most of my time. I have a book that I um, bought for Daniel for his birthday and it's called Letters to My Son that I have not written in, um, but I I definitely will write in it today. It's Something that he can hold on to, um, and I probably need to get one for all of my boys, but I just did it specifically for him because it was his 10th birthday and I felt like it's kind of a big deal. Um, he got all his other presents, but I didn't take the time out to write, so my goal is to have that finished this week and to present it to him and put it someplace safe because right now it's not going to mean that much to him but one day it probably will so not sure what this episode will mean to you but it was good for me to process I'm definitely I have a few women that I'm going to write some letters to and just continue to build your legacy and bless those who have blessed you until next time guys